Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Heart with Allison Jingris, distributed through Breadbox Media. I am joined today by my very good friend and editor of the new of uh, the Ave Prayer book for Catholic mom mothers. Why do I want to say Catholic moms? Probably because the hashtag is Ave Moms Pray. That's so right. We're going to say that one more time. We're going to say it in English this time, Heidi, and then I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself. So it's the Ave prayer book for Catholic mothers from Ave Maria Press. There is the beautiful cover. Um, there's also, if you're watching this on Facebook, look down, scroll down. There's a lots of different um, posts about it because I've been sharing it like crazy because I was very blessed to be a contributor. But today I'm joined by Heidi Hess Saxton, and she is the editor. Heidi, welcome to us. Thank you, Park. Allison. So much fun to be talking to you this morning. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and how this beautiful prayer book for mothers came to be about. Sure. Um, I've worked for Ave Maria Press for about eight years now. And um, over that time, I've had a chance to get to know a lot of wonderful authors like you. And it's it's been such a a rare privilege. And so um, Ave was interested in putting together a, a prayer book for mothers. And so I volunteered to take on the task. And my first uh, step was to reach out to all these beautiful Catholic mothers that I've gotten to know over 25 years of editing that I've that I've done. Wow. We have more than 70 more than 70 contributors to this book that all shared their favorite prayer, or and reflected on their favorite. Um, either they wrote a prayer, like uh, they have a prayer at the novena for the kitchen sink and nine irritating things and those kinds of things that are just very practical, very you know you know. Every mother can relate to, I think. Um, I became a mother in a rather non-traditional way. I know you did too. With with we became adoptive parents through foster care, and my children are now Christopher is twenty one and Sarah is nineteen. They're both uh, emerging out onto their own. It's very exciting to watch that process. But um, this this book I intentionally chose from a wide variety of you know, different types of mothers of all different backgrounds, different ages, different experiences, and but they all have one thing in common, and that is they love to pray, and they know that motherhood is one job you cannot do without being saturated in prayer. It's just impossible on our own, but with the help of uh, Mary and the saints, and of course especially Jesus, of course. Um, 
it is possible, not only possible, but we can be joyful in that experience. Um, one of the today's Padre Pio's. I was just going to say Padre yeah. Pio is one of my Saint Posse, one of my favorites, been my favorite for a long time. My spiritual dad. He actually shares my father's birthday, oh, May twenty wow. fifth, and I love the fact that I shared the earth with for, with Padre Pio for two and a half whole months. He died the year <laughs> I was born. Don't do the math, but. <laughs> Is Padre Pio included? Is, did anybody write about this um, amazing saint in the Ave Mom's book of prayer? Yes, yes. In fact, uh, Teresa Thomas wrote uh, one on Padre Pio, and she chose to take the angle of how he loved the guardian angels. Mm. Which the guardian angels, I just, I don't know about you, I just love the fact that I have an angel who is always watching over not only me, but especially my children. When they go out into the world, they are never alone. Um, I don't know if you can relate to this, but when they were little and they were, both of them had behavioral issues that were hard to manage at times, they came out of foster care. And so one of the first lessons that I taught them was about how they have an angel who's with them all the time and how when they go, when they go up and they go into mass, that their angel wants to join all the other angels up at the altar, worshiping God. But if they are naughty and they make noise, then their angel gets very sad because he has to come back and sit with them in their being bad. And so if they're good and they sing and they pray, they offer their prayers to God, their angel is happy because then he gets to bring their prayers up to God. And he has a good gift to offer God. So, and it's really that. so now when, even now when we go to mass and, you know, as the kids get older, sometimes they get a little more, I don't want to go. And so they'll kind of slump in the seats and all I have to do is go this and I put my hand and I'll make a little circle. Like, how is your offering? Are you making a good offering for your angel to take to God? And they'll sit up and they'll start singing. And it's really <laughs> kind of <kick. laughs> That is so fascinating. Oh, I have such a devotion for the guardian angels. You know, I was thinking about that prayer that we learned, honey, when we were little, that um, angel of God prayer. I think it, I, I will link it to the show notes in case anybody doesn't heard it. But, but it teaches us about the um, guardian angels not only protect us, but they light and guide, rule and guard. They're, they have this beautiful uh, rule, uh, role in our life to do so much more. And the fact that they're always looking at God's face and that they're with us, like that's crazy good stuff that God gives us. I'm so happy that that is in the Ave Prayer Book for Catholic Mothers, that there's a prayer in there to remind us of our guardian angels. I was blessed to contribute. I, I actually wrote a original prayer, Litany of Joy. And I also got to talk about another one of my uh, St. Posse, one of my favorites, Solanus Casey and his um Famous quote is "Thank God ahead of time," and I got yes. to share that prayer story. I <laughs> love Saint Solanus. He was so unassuming. There's some saints, like Padre Pio, he was very irascible and kind of gruff, and I, I can imagine <laughs> that he was uh, because he had, he was in a lot of pain a good deal of his life, yes. uh, and so with the stigmata and the other things. But he had amazing gifts that he used. And on the other end of the spectrum, and you can talk about St. Solanus a little bit more, of course, if you like, but he was a very simple man. He didn't have a lot of education. He didn't, he wasn't very smart, you know, in, in terms of, he didn't have a lot of intellectual gifts naturally, but he had great healing power. You know, God entrusted him with the gift of healing. And so people would flock to him. Thousands and thousands of people would flock to him to hear his spiritual counsel and to receive 
healing. Um, of course, Jesus always does the healing, but he entrusts the gift to us, right? So what did, so what, did you ever make it to the St. Solanus Casey um, Center? Have you been there? I, I didn't, but the, but I did receive from him, from his um, shrine, a little sacramental that I keep in front of me. It's just a little knitted together sacramental, a little cl- uh-huh. piece of cloth from his um, his uh-huh. robe. But I did receive a miraculous healing through his intercession. So he, he is kind of high on my um, my St. Posse list. And just the, the kind of Alice in a Bridge version of the story is that I suffer from eczema. And for many years, it was on my hands to the point where my hands were unusable and I got infected. And I kind of knew it was a bad infection, but I don't like doctors and I was being stubborn. And I started to pray to Solanus, uh, Father uh, Solanus for, for blessed Solanus for intercession, for help. And, um, I finally called the doctor, found out I had an infection. They gave me the medicine. And so this is how I know it was from Solanus, uh, his intercession, because I um, was at the hairdresser and I was uh, just kind of researching a little bit of what Solanus passed away from. And it comes to find out that he died from complications to eczema. The very infection that I was suffering from was the one that took his life. And if I wasn't sure it was him um, at that very moment that I am sitting there processing with my hair getting done, reading through the Internet, my friend Pete Sox sends me an Instagram message out of nowhere and instant message out of nowhere and says, hey, I just got one of those um, sacramentals that you were talking about, one of those little Solanus Casey ones. Can I pray for you? And I thought, Okay, Godsidence moment. <laughs> so I, I guess that was a little longer. I apologize, story, but no, it's no, just, it's a great story. Yeah. And I think this is one of the the things about moms that pray in this beautiful book is that it's going to introduce women to to so many different amazing saints that they may not know of. I mean, he's an American saint, he's Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, right here on our soil, and he is this incredible, powerful intercessor. And I don't doubt for one minute that my hands are now usable, and I survived that infection because of his great love for people, for healing, and that God. He went to Jesus, and Jesus said, "All right, for you, my dear friend, I will send this grace." That's amazing. So That's a great other- story. Thank you. What um, what are some of your favorite stories from you? Know, so you've read the whole book. You've seen it. You spend hours with it. What are some of your favorite prayers from the Ave Prayer Book for Catholic Mothers? Well, you know, there's a couple in there. The ones that I that I love. I don't get me wrong. I love the traditional prayers. And there's if if you get the Ave Prayer Book for Catholic Mothers, you'll learn like eight or ten different ways to use the Rosary, like the Franciscan Crown. Wow. There's a Warrior's Rosary for those who have uh, soldiers in the family. There's another one that's just what well, one that Sonia Corbett did on how to pray for priests using the Rosary. Like there's all these different ways, and that's wonderful. I I, I get that. I don't know about you, my early motherhood days were fraught with just stress and tension. I was trying to wrangle three little foster kids, having never been a parent before wow. at the same time. And I, I, 
somebody was going to die if I didn't get. You know, <laughs> and so, um, and so I would hide in the shower and I would say, Mary, I, you are the perfect mother and you had one perfect child and I don't have any of those things going for me. Would you please help me? And, and somehow this like calm would wash over me. I'd be able to go out and face them again until lunchtime, you know, and it was, it was, um, it was just such a, a grazing crazy. Oh, and then, love it. but the, so the prayers that I appreciate the most in this prayer book personally are the ones where women share those moments of authentic motherhood, where you're just ready to pull your hair out and you're looking for a way to deal in a way that's you know, really grace filled. And so Catherine Whitaker shares her novena at the kitchen sink and, um, Rebecca Fretch has another one of these nine annoying things that, uh, you know, you look for the little annoyances of the day and you offer them up to God. And if you go over nine, then you can start the start a new one kind of thing. So these are very practical. You know, these are not uh, overly pious or overly, you know, these are just women sharing their real stories about how Jesus meets them in their, in their motherhood in, in from all different kinds of motherhood, adoptive motherhood, step parenting, uh, while I was compiling the book, one of our contributors lost her husband, Sherry uh, Pierce Hyde. And she, uh, her husband died, and so she had contributed something for you know on her on her stepdaughter and that special relationship with her stepdaughter. And so, as a community, we were able to pray over hear her and mm-hmm. and, and to, um, you know just really intercede for her. I think that if you were asking me which is my favorite prayer, I like the practical prayers. But the thing I loved most about this project is that. All 70 of these women, you know, not all of the, you know, the majority of these women would come together on Facebook and they would share their thoughts and their joys. And we became a real community. And right now, I think that's something that people sorely need. Um, it is, you know, that says a renewed sense of community. I don't know if your author, if your listeners are interested in this, but starting in, in Lent next year, my husband and I are going to be getting in our RV and traveling across the United States. Down through, we're going to be hitting Boston, Washington, D.C. The first event is actually going to be this year in October. We're going to put it on YouTube in, in Chicago. And what it is, is called um, you know, Pray Across America is the name of the, of the initiative. And we're just going to be traveling to parishes all across the country and having these little mini retreats for Catholic moms. And I'm going to share my story. It's called This Is My Story is the, is the program that I'm going to be putting together. And I'm sharing songs from my childhood, the hymns from my childhood, the hymns that I learned when I first became Catholic. And then I guide them in a meditation in front of Jesus in the Eucharist. And we talk about the different kinds of prayer that we could, that we need as mothers. And so I'm really excited about putting that together starting next Lent. Um, and if anybody's interested in more information, feel free to get in touch with me. But I think that how um, when we pray, when we use prayers like this, you get a chance to enter into that community. Because motherhood can be so isolating and so lonely at times. Well, one of the things I love, I mean, you know, I'm a social media consultant. I'm all about social media and social media is about relationship. It's about being social and creating community. And there are two hashtags, one in particular. Um, one of them is hashtag prayer story and the other is hashtag Ave Moms Pray. And I think this is another way that we create community that people don't really realize that if you follow a hashtag, you're gonna be looking at other people's stories, their prayer stories, their their, their relationship with Christ. And you can learn from that. You can maybe make connections with people who are like-minded or you can learn from each other. I just love that. Tell us a little bit about the, the hashtag prayer story. 
Sure. Um, I have um, been really fortunate in that most of my life uh, I, I was encouraged to look for God in those daily moments. And my mother, especially, who um, I'm, is, I'm now taking care of and get to spend those last few years with her as a great privilege. But every day she would I would go downstairs and she would be praying and talking to God um, about the things that were most on her heart. And so she would encourage me to think of those prayer stories, those moments of encounter with God. And so one of the things that we're hoping to do with this book is getting women to share their little testimony about, you know, what are their prayer stories? You know, sometimes those stories are sad. Sometimes those stories are really joyful. Sometimes they're really, you know, we're feeling really frustrated or confused and we're just looking for, you know, to find God in some hard place in our life. And so I'm hoping that through faith, through Facebook and through the Instagram and through these other places that people will share their prayer story, whatever that might be, and know that they will find a safe and understanding and compassionate listener, you know, listener at the under, other end. So, and the Ave Moms Pray, of course, this is uh, tied to the book and just uh, if, for, if people need prayer or if people need, want to pray for somebody else, some people have an intercessory gift. Um, using social media is one of my favorite ways to use social media is just to hear about what the needs are and how to share those things. Oh, I have been for years, just um, many years I start ago, I started posting. I, I go to adoration every Friday and um, just one day just had the inspiration of the spirit just to put up a picture of my beautiful chapel that I get to go and pray in and just said, can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. And Heidi, I was absolutely floored when I received a hundred prayer requests. I had likes, I had messages, I had private messages. People I didn't even know believed in God, believe in prayer. And it was, and and I've seen conversions come from it. People sending me messages and said, I don't know much about your faith. Um, Can you explain it to me? Can you tell me more about this adoration thing? Like, it's just, you never know. And I believe that, that really, that Social media can we could use these powers for good and we can yes. really connect, make real relationships. And it is a mission field. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful mission field. And I love that that especially Catholic um, publishing has really found taking these beautiful books that they give us that we hold in our hands, that we bring to adoration or read on our Kindle, but they've also expanded their messages into mm-hmm. social media. So we're bringing people into um, our, our Catholic world and to learning more and understanding, because this is really how we evangelize. We say, come and see. Right. We, we show our lives. We're authentic witnesses. And we say, come and see. So I really am finding these beautiful prayer stories, these come and see moments, these authentic witnesses where we're making community, but we're also inviting women to know Jesus better. And that's really at the heart of everything. One of the reasons I love Ave Maria Press so much and I'm so authentic. On honored to be an Ave author, hashtag uh, <laughs> Ave author, more hashtags to go look at um, because of the mission. It's just, it's a beautiful mission. Yes, I agree. And Mary, Mary too, I don't know how much time we have to, you know, it's Ave Maria press for a reason, you know, you can't as Catholics and as Catholic mothers, having that knowledge that we have Mary by our side, always by our side, always watching over us. Is, is a real comfort. I don't know to you, it, it, to yeah. me, it's a huge comfort. Oh, big time. And it's funny because I don't really think I understood or appreciated what it means that Mary is my mother until I became a mother of foster children. Because, you know, it was really funny. They did not want my love in the beginning. They did not want me. I was not their mom. They wanted their own mom. And um, 
Uh, so I, but except in the middle of the night when my, my son was scared, he would let, I would sit in the rocking chair near his bed and he would like crawl out of bed and come and crawl into my lap and just let me hold him and rock and sing to him. And as I was at one night when that happened, I just had this strong impression that came over me. This is how you've been treating Mary all this time. I'd been a Catholic for probably five years at that point, but never prayed the rosary, never really talked to Mary because I had always thought that was not necessary. I always went straight to Jesus. (laughs) But as I was sitting there rocking Christopher and it's sort of a light sort of went on that there's, there's a mother. I have a mother who can be with me all the time and who understands the challenges that I'm facing. And so that's probably another really precious part of this book is an opportunity to enter in a little bit more into that relationship with Mary as mother and know that we have somebody who always understands, who always loves, who never criticizes, but who just, who just helps us in whatever it is that we need help with. What's funny you said that Mary watches over you over my head. You can't see it, especially if you're listening on the podcast, but there's this little tiny feet that you can see if you're watching the video on YouTube or Facebook. And those are Jesus's feet. And Mm -hmm. he is attached to his blessed mother. She literally looks over my shoulder every single day as (laughs) I'm working. Unfortunately, we are coming to the end of our time to get today. We're with Heidi Hess Saxton and her book. She's the editor of this beautiful new book, the Ave Prayer Book for Catholic Mothers, coming out from Ave Maria Press. Um, you can purchase it from Ave Maria Press. Is it dot org or dot com? Dot com. Mm-hmm. com. Uh, I will have in the show notes. I'm going to invite you to use my special code, Jingrass. If you drink too much gin, you'll end up on the grass and you lose an ass. That's how you spell that. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to help out here. You get the introductory price of $18 with my code, free shipping, and that ends October 15th. Again, I'll have all those links in the show notes. But before we end, Heidi, I I always love to ask my guests, what is the one thing or maybe a couple things that you really hope that the mother or the woman that picks up the Ave prayer book for Catholic mothers will walk away with? I hope that you will walk away with a sense that you are not alone. You are loved. You are not alone. And you will get through this just like every other woman in this book has get, will get through this. This time is precious, mm-hmm. but it is, it is, um, it is very hard. And, but you can do this with, with God at your side. Amen. So how do we keep in touch with you and learn more about this book, especially the Pray Across America retreats uh, coming soon? My website is a wrote, um, is HeidiSaxton.com. Um, a Life on the Road Less Traveled is the name of the website. But if you just type in HeidiSaxton.com, you'll be able to get on my newsletter list and find out where we'll be next. Thanks, oh, Alex. Exci- I'm, so I'm excited for you to come to Boston. I will be there for sure Excellent. when you're in my area. And I'll have the links, <laughs> of course, to Heidi's website and the book and all this information that we've talked about. What an amazing, um, what a great conversation. Thank you, Heidi, for being thanks, with so. me today. And thanks for inviting me to be a part of this incredible project. Again, the book is the Ave Prayer Book for Catholic Mothers, Ave Maria Press. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to A Sticking Heart with Allison Jingris, distributed through Breadbox Media. God bless.
This is Kevin O'Brien of EWTN's Theater of the Word. I'm excited also to teach middle school and high school literature, speech, and drama with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. Your student can meet with me online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with John Martinoni or grade school with Jackie De La Viaga or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you. 